1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: It's Monday, June 29th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Businesses that have been able to reduce the friction in their business models are those that have succeeded throughout the pandemic and will continue to grow as we come out of it. Think of Amazon and how they saved us so much time during the pandemic. No need to go shopping, order it online, and it will be delivered saving time and helping you reduce risks to your health. Same for the workplace. Working from home has reduced the friction of commuting. Christiane Lemieux, contributor to Wired and co-author of the new book, Frictionless, joins us for how the future of commerce belongs to frictionless businesses that give you your time back. Thanks for joining us, Christiane. Thanks for having me. I wanted to do this story about a story for business owners and why the future of commerce belongs to frictionless businesses especially during this time of coronavirus and when things got shut down, it was the frictionless businesses that gave you back your time, which were really succeeding and will continue to succeed. If You can think of like Amazon. Obviously, Amazon helps everybody with their time. You order online, it gets delivered to you. You don't have to do anything, go anywhere. And people love that part of it. You save so much time and energy getting the things that you need. And even in your uh, your article that you wrote here, You talk about how at the beginning of the shutdowns, the coronavirus shutdowns, we were worried, would Amazon and these other companies be able to provide us with all of this stuff? And luckily, they were. But Christian, tell us about what it means to be a frictionless business
1: during the coronavirus crisis, we all became digital citizens, right? So if you think about, you might've been the last sort of hangover, the guy who wouldn't grocery shop online, and all of a sudden you were forced to. So what that did was it brought everybody onto the same playing field and everybody all at once, all over the globe realized some of the inherent benefits of shopping online and a frictionless experience. Frictionless is two things. First of all, to your point, Jeff Bezos is, to me anyway, the godfather of frictionless commerce. And second of all, we all find our favorite frictionless moments, you know, as digital citizens. So you might have your favorite car rental agency or your favorite airline or your favorite place to buy, I don't know, your paper towel. Um, and it's usually the place that you find the most frictionless, right? The place where it's the easiest for you to go from, I need this to it's done. To I can save all this time and move on with my life, and so that is in the essence of what frictionless is. And Bezos really was the godfather of that.
0: Right. I mean, he revolutionized commerce in that way that mm-hmm. you know others started to do, but really never carried it that far. I mean, you think of like eBay and things like that. Uh, we were starting to buy things online that way, <laughs> but Amazon really just brought everything to us. And they keep creeping their way into our lives in more ways than just that. But definitely uh, that's something there. So tell us how businesses succeeded throughout the shutdowns and how new businesses can adopt this and uh, current ones can continue that.
1: So I think it's really interesting, obviously. And it's the narrative arc of this is kind of consistent. Right. So Let's say the shutdown happened, you know, in California, you guys were a little bit ahead of us. But, you know, the first two and a half weeks of March were kind of dead silent for everybody because the world stood still and tried to figure out what was going to happen. And even Amazon was trying to figure out how am I going to get as much paper towel to whoever as I need to. And then after that, as we were all, you know, made digital citizens at once, The companies that were there already, that were digital first, that had their product in stock, that could seamlessly transact with all of the new customers they had, had very good what we call in technology UX or user experience. These are the companies that not only made it through COVID, but in some cases, you know, I'm writing another article right now, but one of the founders I spoke to said he did 10 years of growth in 10 weeks. Wow. So- He had all of the right sort of ingredients there. Frictionless technology, great interface, great customer service, a product that people wanted online. And he was able to use COVID and this kind of mass digitization of everybody as an adoption at at an adoption rate that is sort of unprecedented. But he was frictionless. And so that is to me and like why Duff and I wrote this book is really it is the future of everything.
0: One of the examples that you wrote about that I thought was really great was this company called Mint House, and they were retooling the concept of the hotel. And uh, they were playing around already with this Mm -hmm. concept of what it is to rent a hotel room, etc. And they were doing some pretty cool stuff already. But when coronavirus hit, they were able to change their business model almost and provide a place for people that couldn't go home, uh, maybe healthcare workers, other people that uh, wanted to stay away from family members so that they wouldn't get them sick. And they kind of pivoted in this way that really helped them get through it. How did they work out?
1: So Will Lucas, the founder of of House, is a very thoughtful person, and that is a very thoughtful business. And what Will was doing prior to COVID, which I think is interesting, is he was taking all of the sunk costs that are part of the hospitality business and removing those via technology and then backing some of that revenue into things that people really like, right? So, for example, you know, they have... I don't know, between 25 and 75 units in buildings in New York. You can get in, you know, it's a keyless entrance. There is no concierge. Your room is already done for you. When you get there, you can have the fridge stocked in advance. All your preferences are saved on your phone. You know, if you like Italian food in New York City, when you go to Los Angeles, they'll tell you right near your mint house room, what is commiserate to the experience you like elsewhere. And so it knows you very well. I think that there's a similar thing at at Silvercar, which I think is also an excellent business that was a startup that audi ended up buying but same thing where you know it's just a qr code you don't have to deal with anybody everything is saved including your insurance etc and all you do is hit the qr code when you get to your car and you drive off at lax which is a really beautiful thing because if you go to the hertz you know you end up waiting in line so i think that taking the friction out of these incumbent businesses is how these companies have won and that is because What they did was they took out the unnecessary interaction with either somebody on the phone or somebody at a desk or somebody waiting in line or, you know, Will gave me a really beautiful example, which I think everybody will understand is when you go to Las Vegas, you stand in this gigantic line. Right. And you wait for, you know, 45 minutes to get to check in. Like, what if you could just walk in with your phone and had a QR code that just let you into your room at, I don't know, the Bellagio it would change your experience there. And next time, that would be the only hotel you stayed in. And so it is removing the friction, giving people back time, allowing them to reorg that time to things they love. That is what makes us fall in love with new economy businesses.
0: I mean, I definitely have to agree on that. Those are the friction points that everybody hates. The standing in line in Las Vegas is definitely one of those. (laughs) I think the Link Hotel You can check in now through a little kiosk that they have on the side and you don't ever have to deal with the person. And uh, I actually stayed there at that hotel and it was great for that purpose because it was quick. I got to my room right away, never had to talk to somebody. And, you know, obviously in this context of coronavirus, I mean, limiting that human interaction is great. I never had to deal with anybody and worry about, are they wearing a mask? Am I wearing a mask? Whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be, you know, so Mm -hmm. these points are really good to remove that part of the friction.
1: Well, it's the future of everything. Right. And so when we get into hotels, they are going to build the back end technology where, you know, you can press your elevator floor from your phone. I mean, all of this is going to happen Post COVID, and I think it's the companies that are thinking about that. I mean, listen, the technology startups, one of which I happen to be the founder of, we were doing this anyway, right? And so when COVID came along, we were like, wait a second, like we can really help people through this situation. What I'm trying to do is to say to the Hertz and the Hilton and you know all of these incumbent businesses that are brands that we know and love. In order for you to walk out of this, and you know, I, I keep saying this is the great reset, right? In order for you to walk out of the great reset and maintain your market share, if not grow it, not lose it. And because at the end of this, all I'm concerned with is keeping as many people employed with as many great jobs as possible, right? That's what's going to make the world a better place. So, In order to do that, these companies have to think about what the future of everything is gonna look like. And so I want these big incumbent companies to understand how important it is that they have to have a frictionless experience on every single level, not only front facing with their customers, but also with their employees and with their company culture and all of these things. And I think that we're seeing that happen in front of our very eyes right now. And it's the people that walk out understanding that, that are going to succeed in the post-COVID world. Right.
0: And we're seeing this too in the workplace. When everything seemed imminent, that we were going to shut things down, a lot of the places that have the luxury of being able to work from home, you know, the big worry was like, well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to operate normally? And in a matter of weeks, honestly, everybody figured it out. Even a lot of us here in the radio Mm -hmm. industry where I work, we were really worried about that, but we figured it out. And now we're Mm -hmm. kind of on the other side of this thing and we're realizing You can do so much more from home. You can take out this big friction points, commutes, things like that.
1: And think about what a waste of time those things are. Like, Isn't it amazing to you how much more efficient you are every day, right? Because you live in Los Angeles. I mean, the driving there alone, like when I was in LA, it would drive me crazy because you can get, I would say, 2x more done in New York in a day than you can in Los Angeles because you have to get into a car there, right? The subway system here is extraordinary. Mm -hmm. And so the efficiency of you not having to drive around, well, first of all, it's changed the environment there, right? All of a sudden, the smog levels, everything, like the trees are blooming more. I mean, it's it's a pretty extraordinary. Um, You know, we joke now that, I don't think Bezos thought about this, but by, by putting Amazon into our world and not having people drive around to stores, he actually may be reforesting the actual Amazon.
0: But yeah, I mean it's definitely a, a very interesting concept. And it is it does seem very true that the businesses that will succeed and, and keep growing are the ones that are going to continue to give us back our time and remove that friction. So I suggest everybody go out and check out the book. Christiane Lemieux, contributor to Wired and author of the book Frictionless Why the Future of Everything Will Be Fast, Fluid, and Made Just For You. It's out now. Thank you very much for joining us, Christiane.
1: Yep. Thank you for having me. Great chatting
0: with you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis. And spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chumpacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes director west ball breathes new life into the epic franchise as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike kingdom of the planet of the apes enter the kingdom in imax on may 10th and theaters everywhere get tickets now you deserve a moment to yourself every single day